Welcome to Hot Topic, uh, I'm Pete G, and for the first show for 2022, and by the way, uh, Happy New Year, listeners, um, we can all but hope that this one will be markedly better than the previous two. Um, the weather's right, and uh, it's a good start. So, for the first show uh, this year, um, for, as we know, it seemed like summer was never coming. It was definitely taking its time on the seasonal clock in the, in the Wellington area with high winds and much more rain more frequently than what we're used to for much longer. It seems like our dear old mate up in the sky who smiles from up above when there's no clouds and keeps us warm finally arrived. I have a long relationship with sun, sand and surf and an interest in the people that just decide to go that one step further, ditch all their gear in favour of an all over ten. I'm delighted today to be talking to a member of the Wellington Sun Club here in Timaru and um, For many years people were almost taught to be ashamed of their bodies and so kept everything covered up in public. Slowly but surely it started to change and one of the um, one of the initiators of this was actually back in the 30s a fashion designer you may have heard of called Coco Chanel. Up until that point the people that got suntans were the the uh, workers out in the fields that uh, picked the grapes, um, mowed the hay and all that sort of thing. And society looked upon them as fairly low class and therefore if you had a suntan um, you weren't really a desirable person to know really. Um, and that was how society viewed it. Slowly and surely um, that attitude has changed and Today, as I say, um, we're, we're talking to Brent up here, and um, perhaps, first of all, welcome to the show, Brent, and secondly, perhaps you could just give me a brief history of the Wellington operation here. Well, Wellington Club has been here over 70 years, and it's progressed over the years, Well, um, yes it has, and I'll just maybe help you a little bit there. Uh, you've just given me a tour um, of the facilities that you've got here, and about 21, 22 years ago I uh, came here to have a look to just see what it was all about, and the only thing I recognised from today's trip was in fact a swimming pool which was here. There was a few, couple of cabins, a couple of um, caravans, and... A lot of trees, actually. I believe this this site is called Five Acres traditionally, and um, yeah, there's trees everywhere, uh, and they're still here, even though obviously some of them have been cleared to make this beautiful little, um, well, big area that they've got. So it's an it's an ideal sheltered area for people to catch as many rays that are coming out of the sky. So um, yeah. 70 years, that's, uh, that's amazing, and, and as I say, from 21 years, the, what you've seen, well, what you've showed me today is just quite amazing. Well, thank you. Uh, basically, in the last few years, a lot of money has actually been reinvested back into the club mm. to bring it up to modern standards. Mm. Uh, many years ago, it was 
probably easy to get 500 members here. We struggle now. Our membership is, is 153. Yeah. But it's just changing times, so mm. we have to be, I guess, the words more proactive and make the place as attractive as possible mm. to encourage people. Mm. Into the okay, so why um, why has it? Is it because it's become less popular, or is it because there's more other things for people to do? It's got to be a combination of everything, I yeah. guess. I mean, yeah. back then. We nobody worked on the weekends, I guess, and, yeah. and late yeah. night was Friday night, and yeah. people had their weekends free. Yeah, there's changing habits, pace of life, know, isn't pace it? Of life. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe it's just not trendy at the moment mm. to be a naturalist. I think, I think probably it's pace of life. I mean, I, I must admit, I, re- I retired six years ago, and I look at the average, particularly the um, the mother and the housewife, and um, they seem to be on rails. Um, you know, the, so much that they have to fit into a day, it, it's really phenomenal. And, and even in the workforce too, I mean, obviously with all the things that have happened over the years with um, um, lots of uh, restructuring of, of jobs and lots of jobs no longer... Um, trendy or, or being done anymore technology has taken them all over so you have to spend more time at things like varsity getting skilled and that sort of thing and the one thing more than anything else and this is really maybe it's showing my age definitely but I, when I grew up the healthy outdoor lifestyle was endemic in everybody the kids stayed out, they came home from school, they threw their bags in the corner of the room and they dived outside with their mates until the, until the sun went completely and it was dark and then they went home. Um, if they had homework to do, they, had, they did that as quickly as they could and then they dived outside. There was a lot more family um, stuff that was done together. Everybody ate together, all their meals were, were um, done and there was structure to families and I don't know from my perspective as I say growing up in the 50s and 60s New Zealand was a utopia it was we <laughs> Fred Dagg said we don't know how lucky we are well do you know what we didn't we had no idea and and I think probably a lot of what I've just said is part of the reason or maybe a large part of the reason why things like your operation have become less popular it would be yeah the other side of it and and you you mentioned the outdoors i know myself when i grew up uh, you'd rush after school just to get a a tennis court to be able to play tennis and now i go past those tennis courts and they're Mm. empty Mm. Uh, often when i interview people that are new members or possible new members they're not even interested in sport Mm. Uh, the outdoors Mm. it's it's a different different sort of concept it's, it's well that's that's pretty much what I mean about technology and it's also I mean I coming up for 50 years married means that I would be a, um, a grandfather or even a great grandfather by now but over the, our generation I mean basically with the kids of the people that um, went through the second world war it was a rebuilding time for the country and a lot of people had to work extremely hard and that meant 
the kids as well. Everybody had great big vegetable gardens and they were pretty much self-sufficient for all their food. That's probably why we were healthy. We were working hard, eating well. Yes. I think it's, and you, you mentioned children there. We have only two children in our club now. Mm. So it's also a combination. There seems to be a different mindset mm. out there too. And, mm. and maybe that's the media. It's, it's and just the general feeling about uh, should children be exposed to, yep. to this and so on along yep. that line. So that's a really that's good also point. probably we're not yeah. getting the families that mm. we do now. Mm. We're having to target maybe a different age group. Mm. Um, one of the things that uh, obviously is a could be a detrimental aspect uh, to potential club members is the perhaps uncertainty of women in particular to wonder how how safe they are. Can you um, comment on that? Oh well, very much so. We, it is a very safe environment, especially for women. Mm. Uh, there's something that, in, in a naturist club, of course, everybody's uh, names and so on are, are kept private. So everybody knows that it doesn't matter whether you're man, woman or whatever, there is a very much a privacy thing. But also on the other side of it, it's a safe area. We, we, it's not like a woman perhaps going to a beach or and then lying on the beach and being stalked or have yeah. somebody up in the sand dunes and yeah. things like that. Because yeah. very often, naturist beaches that people go to, there's, there's no police involvement, at, which, yeah. which is a shame. It would be nice if the police were patrolling those beaches. Yeah. Whereas in a club, we are patrolling and keeping an eye on everybody yeah. and, and there's no misbehaviour. Yeah. So you mentioned the, the privacy um, as far as names are concerned. Are you only using first names, is that what you mean? Well, not, not... The world has changed a little bit. Years and years ago, you weren't allowed to even ask someone what their surname was. You weren't even out in general discussion able to say, oh, what, what type of work are you involved and so on. Right. Um, now, I mean... I tend to ask people that because it's a topic of conversation. Yeah, of it, it follows on when yes. you know somebody what yes. type of work they do. Yes. But there is a a lot of people do not want to know out in the public because no. they they can be ridiculed or they can yeah. um, even possibly lose their jobs in some cases. Mm. Um, my wife, for example, works on the on the theory of who needs to know needs to know. Um, she's not embarrassed about being a naturist, yeah. but she's yeah. just more so. Why go down that road if I'm going to be rubbished and, and, and so on at work? So what you're actually... I'm just trying to get my head around what you're actually saying here is that um, that privacy thing is important interacting with one another or is it privacy as regards to keeping it confidential from people outside? More of the confidential okay. from people outside. Okay. I mean, once again, years ago, you weren't even allowed to take a camera. Well, you're still not allowed no, to no, take no, a camera into the grounds, no. but we all have cell phones yes, now. Yes, I know. So, once again, I say to people, you are not allowed to photograph anybody in the grounds. You're not no, allowed to. Not. Um, but you can take photographs of yourself, but be very aware of somebody being in the background True. and that type of thing and, and yeah. just be courteous and so on because yeah. there are people out there that do want to keep it private yeah. in the outside world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I've seen brochures um, 
I've even seen, I'm sure I've seen a few of this club, but certainly of others. In the, there was a magazine for years called Health and Efficiency or something um, in, in the UK. Uh, was going for years and years and years, and they did promotional photos. They, they were in black and white. That's how far I'm going back. Um, and they always made sure that they were photos that um, they never showed anything um, that was likely to be offensive to anyone um, in the outdoor photos. No, well, I guess in the naturalist world, we we don't think the naked body is. No, no, no. And but yeah, once again, magazines, yeah, whereas, yeah. Yeah. we live in the big in the whole world rather yeah. than one portion of it. Yeah. I mean, there have been magazines. Uh, unfortunately, there were were two naturalist magazines in Australia. There is only one now, mm. and and the New Zealand Naturalist Federation used to have their own magazine called the Go Natural here, which yeah. doesn't exist now, yeah. and. and I guess it's became unprofitable to be on the on the shelf of news agents nowadays. It just they were losing money from it, which yeah. is a shame because we're not getting it out there. You're not getting public. You're not getting the exposure. The, People not, aren't not, aren't really hearing about you. If they don't hear about you, they don't know that you're there. I mean, yeah. obviously nowadays the world's changed, so we 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 concentrate now more on the social media side. Mm. Mm. And if anybody wants to go to the Wellington Naturalist Club website, mm. yeah. Um, we are just trying to put more and more photos on yeah, there, yeah. not necessarily naked people, no, but no, just showing no. that what we have here uh, to let people know that there's so many people come in here for the first time and they mm. just have this wow, yeah. we, we didn't know this existed. And, it's and they, amazingly and panoramic. And when they get here, yeah. we. Nine out of ten, when they come through those gates, they mm. actually then end up coming back as day mm. visitors, which it's we are a well promoting factor. a lot now. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, I promote it as we're a country club, mm. and, and or country club resort, but I mean, essentially, we are a, a members club. But go along the line that here's this wonderful country club that's inexpensive, and the only difference is you take your clothes off, and yeah. it's so much more comfortable on a fine day to, to yeah. be swimming and lying in the sun with your clothes off in a safe environment. Correct. No tan lines. And no tan lines. (laughs) But but even swimming is just so much more comfortable not just having having clothes on. And and, um, and almost I use the word, well, what's the big deal? Mm. You know, Mm. like once people... We're not a clothes optional place. We we tend to encourage people when they... Mm. Well, I do anyway. There's different thoughts over the years. Yep. But I tend to encourage people, well, look, it's like a game of tennis. If you're going to come along to play tennis, you've got to grab a racket and give it a go. Mm. So when you come here and come through those gates, take your clothes off and just enjoy what you're here, and then yeah. you realise, wow, this, this, what, is, what mm. is the big deal? Just talking here? about the games, you mentioned the pool, um, the outdoor games, uh, what's included in that? The outdoor what, games? Yeah, what type of games? Basically... We have a lot of outdoor sports. We call a, we have a game called Mini Ten, which is on a mini tennis court. It's yeah. a little bit, and it's some people think it's like padded tennis, but yeah. it's played with a special sort of bat. Yeah. Um, very enjoyable. We, but nowadays most people just love the swimming pool. I mean, right. the swimming pool in our main area is is what attracts everyone. Uh, to me, a naturalist club is the swimming pool. Is it? Um, I mean, with the membership standing at about one hundred and fifty. I mean. Have you ever had 150 here at one time? Probably not. No. 
No. Usually on a, on a Saturday we can be close to a hundred or, or, yeah. or, or a Sunday. So what does that pool look like with a hundred people? In it? <laughs> well, we are lucky here that we have a lovely big lawn next yeah. to the yeah. swimming pool. Yeah. Uh, like on Saturday we would have had 23 odd visitors plus quite a lot of yeah. members. Yeah. No, you couldn't, you couldn't get a sun lounge <laughs> next to the pool. We have people lying on the concrete and the deck and that. Yeah. But then a lot of people just lie on the grass next yeah. to the pool and yeah. under the trees. True. Yeah. If, if you get burnt slightly, then we've got yeah. plenty of trees, you can lie in the shade yeah. there. And, and uh, But it is the hub of the club, the swimming pool yes. always, yeah. and it's a, yeah. very much a social area. Yeah. Um, when people are even trying it, we call, we call the swimming pool, you know, the icebreaker, because I'll often say to somebody new, well, just walk to the pool and drop your towel and go into the water, and you feel sort of camouflaged when you're in the water, and you get used to talking to people, yes. and then you get out, and then think, yeah. actually, and then... You just you just made me smile there for a minute. Do you remember back in the fifties there was a catchy little pop song when Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Bikinis came out and she wore one in and she was too scared to get out. Well, I mean if she'd if she'd been in nature she wouldn't have had a problem. <laughs> and maybe maybe perhaps on that note, um, perhaps we could possibly wind it up. I always like to put a little bit of humour into that. Well, I, I, just while you mentioned about yeah. the Etsy Bitsy Bikini, and that, that's a little bit why I feel that uh, in the world lately, uh, it's, like for example Australia, people are rubbishing people that even wear um, Speedos, mm. uh, they're called by different names yes, obviously so in Australia, yeah, but yeah. they rubbish people and say, mm. why on earth would we want to mm. see somebody in one of those? And then that is sort of putting that anti thing, well, they don't want to see people in speedos or itsy bitsy bikinis. Yeah. Why would they want to see you naked and, and yeah. or, or whatever? But mm. yes, it's. I, I'll just ask, mention one more thing, just to give the, the mm. club a bit of a promotion here. We have, um, the, you know, the committee and, and myself have tried to open up the feeling towards coming to a mattress club mm. from what it used to be years ago. So we are there to welcome people in as visitors and try it for the first time mm. not the old-fashioned ideas of well you can only come here one visit or whatever mm. and then you've got to decide whether you want to be a member mm. we're really trying to welcome we put signs on the front gate we put brochures out the front so mm. that people can come and pick up a brochure yeah. and then they can ring up and, and then just see what the place is all about and yeah. I'll just summarize it by my actual final thing is that um, we would love to show you around our beautiful grounds We'd love you to come and spend a day or a weekend here, then become a member, grab a site, add a caravan, and have an inexpensive weekend retreat. And that's what a lot of, we do have a waiting list now for people to have a site here with their right. caravan, right. because it's a, like a holiday away from home yeah. for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean it is, it's, it, to me anyway, and as I say, I have been here once, but a very long time ago, um, you wouldn't believe that there was a a facility like this in Wellington, and no one would, and it's it's accessible to everyone. Well, there, and there is one other aspect too that I think a lot of people think uh, maybe they're coming into. Do I use the word hippie or a, a you know a, a dysfunctional, weird place of people? Um, whereas once they get here, they actually realise what beautiful grounds that it almost mm. looks like mm. a resort, and mm. they and. And our price to be a member here for a, for a year is very inexpensive. Mm. Uh, for Could you be specific? 
On the price? Yeah. Well, at the moment, our membership for a year is $295. Right. And that means you have access to the swimming pool. Uh, okay, people might say, what do you do in winter? We have a lovely spa pool. In fact, we're putting in another new hot tub in. Right. So you have that, the use of that, the sauna, large hall with lots of facilities, sporting facilities inside. Mm. Uh, and um, so you can use the club all year round. Mm. And for $295, right. I think it is pretty good value, good. really. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Okay, well, thanks very much for your time um, today. As I say, I'm, um, I have always been a promoter of, um, as I said at the beginning, you know, sun, sand and, and surf and outdoors type person and a little bit of material between you and feeling free is worth it. Well, and, and can they just please go to our website, mm. look up Wellington Naturalist Club and, yeah. and have a look. And then give us a ring. Excellent. Thanks very much for your time. She was afraid to come out of the locker. She was as nervous as she could be. She was afraid to come out of the locker. She was afraid that somebody would say, Two, three, four, tell the people what she wore. It was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. An itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. So in the locker she wanted to stay. Two, three, four, stick around, we'll tell you more. She was afraid to come out in the open. And so a blanket around her she wore She was afraid to come out in the open And so she sat bundled up on the shore Two, three, four, tell the people what she wore It was an itsy-bitsy teeny-weeny yellow polka dot bikini That she wore for the first time today An itsy-bitsy teeny-weeny yellow polka dot bikini Stick around, we'll tell you more. Now she's afraid to come out of the water. And I wonder what she's gonna do. Now she's afraid to come out of the water. And the poor little girl's turning blue. Two, three, four, tell the people what she wore. It was an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. An itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini, so in the water she wanted to stay. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.